It's spring break. I'm in Gulf Shores, Alabama. I'm with my sister and our close friends, and I'm sitting on a beach thinking, this is the most peaceful moment I've had in months. And the next day we get in the car and we make the several, several hour drive back to where we lived. At the time, I was in a relationship with a guy that I had been with for close to a year and a half. We lived together. Um, I was finishing up college. So we had spent a good portion of our lives building our relationship together. We had a dog together. You know, we shared a living space. I imagined this perfect amazing life with this person like there was nobody at that time that I loved more than my partner so we drive back from spring break and I'm just so excited I'm like finally I get to see my boyfriend we get to go on a date I had planned this whole date the following day where we could go to a movie and eat dinner and just spend like quality time together. I'd really miss this person on my trip. So I'm at my parents' house when we get back from Gulf Shores and I'm with my sister and then my friend sends me a message and she's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, not really doing anything I just got back to my parents and she said can you call me and I was like oh yeah sure and I was so naive because I I kind of had this pit in my stomach like I knew something was wrong but I didn't think it had anything to do with me let alone my you know perfect relationship at that time So I call her and she's like, are you alone? And I was like, yeah, I'm alone. I'm just sitting by myself in my bedroom. And she said, okay, I wanted to make sure you're sitting down. I have something I need to tell you. When you hear someone say those words to you, the feeling you get in your soul is crushing because you know this is the moment that something is about to change and it seems like a big thing because why would someone make sure I was sitting down and by myself to tell me something personal about their own life? And that's when she told me that my boyfriend of a year and a half, the person I lived with, the person I shared a dog with, had been cheating on me for months and months and months. Now at first, you know, you you think of cheating and you're like, well, that's, you know, how many people was it? Was it an accident one time? Was it, you know, and all of my worst fears came true in that moment because it became clear to me 
that it was not an accident. It was not one person. It was many, many different people. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my goodness. What, how do I even grasp the amount of information that I have just been told? I don't even know how to imagine that this is true. And really in my mind, I wanted to believe there's no way. There's no way I lived with this person. There's no way they could have done this. And I go downstairs and I'm thinking about it and I'm, you know, talking myself out of it. I'm like, I don't know. I keep going back and forth. I'm like, I just don't know. This doesn't make sense. And I see the news and the news is saying COVID across America. Everybody's under quarantine. You cannot go in public without maintaining a social distance. You have to wear face masks. And if I didn't feel isolated by the conversation I had just had with one of my still today current best friends, the news made it real. So not only was I thinking in my head, I have just been shocked beyond belief. I have to figure out what to do with the person I was planning to spend the rest of my life with. I need to move out. And at the same time, it's like, COVID is shutting everything down. And I was forced into an isolation that just felt unbearable. There's a lot of times in life where we think it can't get worse than this. It can't. There's just no way. But I've learned in my life that sometimes when really terrible and life-changing situations happen to you and it's like a domino effect, like one thing after another after another, we tend to underestimate our resilience. We tend to underestimate our abilities. And looking back, before spring break, if I would have been asked, what would you do if, you know, you were cheated on? What would you do if this situation happened? If COVID shut the world down and then immediately after lost your job? I would think, I have no idea. I don't know what I would do. And there's no way that would happen to me, right? Like, there's no way that the domino effect would happen. And I really would have underestimated my ability 
to get through some of life's most difficult and darkest realities. As you can see now, over a year later, I'm here. I got through those moments by challenging myself. And I said, you know what? I love this person, but I have to love myself more. I love this person. I share a home with this person. But I can't take any more of this. I don't deserve it. And I'm not going to limit myself to the kind of torture to try to heal through that experience just to keep that person in my life. You have to understand in life that when you deal with difficult situations like a significant other cheating on you and then COVID happening and shutting everything down and then losing your job and then moving home with your parents, you know, hours away from some of your closest friends. We always underestimate what we can do. And even in those very beginning moments, I underestimated that I would be able to ever get through that. I constantly would sit in my room and just pray and ask God, how much more? <laughs> how many more, you know, mind-boggling scenarios am I going to be put into? But as time has went on, I healed, I went to therapy, still in therapy. By the way, um, any of you listening to this, therapy does wonders. I am a communication major. I'm someone that, you know, I've learned a lot about counseling and communication and all of those type of things. But you can't be your own counselor. Your family can't be that outside figure that you can go to and really just hash everything out. You can go in there and you can scream and you can say, my life is a total shit show. And they help you get through it. So, as time has went on and I went through all, all these different treatment plans, all these different therapeutic approaches, I've realized that you should never underestimate what you can do. And never underestimate what life will bring to your doorstep. If I have made it this far, then I believe that to other people out there that are struggling or that are listening to this message and wondering, like, how can I get through a difficult moment? I want you to know that you shouldn't underestimate your abilities. Feel what you need to feel. Express that. 
Your feelings can range. You can be angry. You can be sad. You can be anything in between. But you will come out of the most difficult situations and become such an amazing individual that you never would have been able to reach those kinds of characteristics without these trials and without these terrible dark moments. When you think to yourself and you say, I can't take anything else. I want you to remember that that is your mind saying that. You can overcome any obstacle that comes your way. When you face difficult times, I want you to remember just because you have bad luck or just because you're in a situation that is almost unbearable to get through, it does not mean you will not get through it. If I were to say anything to my 21-year-old self in that moment of complete darkness, I would tell her, you are so much stronger than you think you are. You are so young. Your life ahead of you is going to be amazing. And the person that comes out of this and comes out of these terrible situations is not going to be determined by exterior things or even people. The best part about healing is finding the version of yourself that comes after. You start to discover everything that you're capable of. The things you thought you wouldn't ever be able to accomplish. Suddenly, you can tackle any obstacle, every challenge. Healing is a long process. Take that process. Take it day by day. And remind yourself not to underestimate your abilities, but to grow through the struggles you face. You can't control what other people do to you. I certainly couldn't control losing my job, COVID shutting down the world, my boyfriend cheating on me, having to move out with our dog. I I couldn't control any of that. But I could control what I chose to be in my life, how selective I became after those events. And also, I started to realize that the struggle I went through brought me to the place that I am now. 
I'm finishing college. I'm going for a master's degree. I have all these amazing and wonderful plans to do with my life. And part of my life is telling my story. This is a piece of my story. But it's the piece that people always ask me about. They're always like, how did you do it? And the truth is, I didn't give myself another choice. The choice that I had was to get through the pain and make something of it. It has to have meaning. The meaning to my life now, well, it changed everything in my future. I'm selective in who I choose to have in my life and who I choose to not have in my life. I'm selective in my standards, the standards I have for others and the standards I have for myself. I value myself so much after this situation because I was able to take one of the most terrible moments in my life and I was able to make it mean something. So if you're out there and you're struggling and you're facing some of the most darkest moments of your life, I want you to know that you deserve better than to underestimate what you can do. You are the person that has to take control and determine what is good enough for you and what you won't accept. Thank you.